0: Today, on the Italian Radio Show, celebrating 30 days of Italians with Janice Mancuso and the music for the end of the summer while eating carbonara. All of this and more coming right up on West Coast Italian Radio. Uh, Hello folks, and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show. I'm your host, Tony Lestella with a wonderful, the gorgeous she finally got out of her bedroom after all of these months to broadcast, none other but Marzia Caputo. Hello,
1: buon pomeriggio, ciao a tutti. Hello, Mr. Tony. How you doing?
0: I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Doing good. Your hair, they're growing too long. Not you, what can I tell you? You know, it's it's long, it's white. There you go. You know, I mean, what can I say? You know, but life is good, you know? It is.
1: It is. We cannot so, compare that.
0: You just got done celebrating your 25th wedding anniversary. Right. And I know we, we wanted to, uh, you know, wish you and Jeff the very best. And, uh, you know, you guys do something special?
1: No, well, we went to Westport, you know, they have a nice cottage right on the beach.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful.
1: And we didn't want to come back home. But... You know, yeah, was, we went there like a, with a motorcycle, so I love that to ride down there.
0: Oh, you rode and, the motorcycles the whole way. No, oh, what
1: yes, fun! Yes. What it's fun! Beautiful. So we love it. Just us, you know. Sometimes parents need that.
0: Oh, yeah. that's great. That's great. Well, folks, you're listening to our show today on KKNW 1150 AM in the Greater Puget Sound area, or you can hear us 24 uh, seven all over the world. Uh, But if you go on the Internet and go to our website, which is WCIR.biz, just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. Click the little uh, little link at the top of the page there. You can listen to – you can stream our show live if you actually catch us on a Monday, or you can listen to this week's show or any of our past shows 24-7 at that link there. So – we're very, very glad to be here. We have Eric and the our engineer here in the studio taking good care of us. And if you'd like to be a part of today's show, our call-in number is 425-373-5527. 425-373-5527. And you know, Marcy, we got a lot of cool stuff we got to cover today the end of today's show. Uh-oh. So let's just jump right in and do this, huh? All right. Our first, what is our first thing we're going to do? news come on it's the italian in the northwest right yes Pezzo d'Italia. that's right folks this means that when we tell you italian news remember all this stuff is true we get it from actual you know real news media sources some of the famous news media sources but when it comes to italian news quite frankly the facts are often stranger than the fiction so you know now did, have you seen the movie the da vinci code Yes, yes, I did. Wasn't it great? Then they had the follow-up movie, but the first movie I remember was really, really great um, with Tom Hanks, and you know, and it was this whole yeah. movie, you know, that was based on, of course, the uh, the book by uh, I think it was Don Brown who wrote the book, right? Uh, and uh, it was all about uh, you know all these controversies uh, and these secrets that were kept by the Vatican. Well, we want to talk about the, and remember in the book. The kind of the bad guys were the the Knights Templar. The Knights Templar were the ones who were, were they were like thousands of years old, working for the Vatican, keeping all these secrets, and basically, you know, knocking off anybody. They were worse than the Italians. They were not. They were knocking off anybody like who you got in their way, you know. The, the Illuminati, they were those, right? That was the group, the college. It- well, they had the, the Illuminati, I think, was, was similar, but the Knights Templar uh, was definitely in there. And this, now, so here we're going to talk about the real Knights Templar and how they're connect- connect- connected with the Vatican. This isn't a, um, this is right out of Time magazine. So a really, really valid news source, okay? The reality of the uh, saga of the Knights Templar goes way beyond, you know, the myths, and it goes far beyond the ranks of the church historians. This tale is shrouded in religion, politics, literature, and like Don Brown, you know, who uh, had the Knights kind of play this key part to this conspiracy and the Da Vinci Code, you know, uh, this group actually didn't exist. And there's a lot of Speculation that they might still exist. Okay, so here's here here are the um, here are the rumors
1: okay. or the
0: you know the the buzz that's surrounding the Knights Templar. Number one, they they they're still believed to exist. Okay. Number two, they're Im- immensely immensely rich and powerful. I mean, more forget about uh, Jeff Bezos. Forget about Bill Gates. These guys could buy and sell those guys 10 times over. They got like trillions of dollars, okay? Really? And their f- sole purpose in life is to guard the Christian relics, the Christian secrets like uh, the Holy Grail, for instance, which is the cup that mm-hmm. Jesus drank from at the Last Supper, okay? So back in the Middle Ages for 150 years, this is where this group got together, okay? They were like the most powerful and a military force and the most powerful financial force on the planet, okay? They were uh, really, really involved in, and, and got created in the Crusades, okay? Their headquarters was in Jerusalem, where they are said that they are at the place where it's the Temple of Solomon. The Temple of Solomon, that's like their main headquarters. And, of course, uh, back in the Middle Ages, once the Vatican put their stamp of approval on them, the group basically skyrocketed as to what they could do. They're very well-equipped, well-trained knights. And they were like the most formidable force back in those days, the Holy Land, okay? And not only were they a formidable fighting force, but their financial exploits were even all the much more, you know, spectacular. They became the richest and most powerful financiers in all of Europe. They, they, they were described that they took crown jewels, they took kingdoms, they took these huge palaces, you know, and this were all the riches that they confiscated and took during their crusades. They, they were known to own over 9,000 estates. Of course, their most famous real estate, as we talked about before, was uh, the alleged Temple of Solomon, and not far from where Christ was crucified. And they're also claimed to have the, uh, the, a piece of the real cross, the true cross, the Shroud of Turin, the Ark of the Covenant, look out, Indiana Jones, and the Holy Grail, okay? Now, contrary to what the Da Vinci Code says, uh, the Templars, uh, you know, according to what history tells us, they didn't last long. The order is supposedly, you know, lost its purpose, lost its credibility in 1187. However, the notion of a group that had that much money, power, and influence suddenly vanishing is hard for a lot of people to believe. But, you know, as was dramatized in the Da Vinci Code, many people believe the Templars still, you know, survive and have evolved today into another even more secretive group associated with the Vatican. And over the centuries, they've been, you know, they've been portrayed as malevolent, malevolent benign heroic and occult okay so you know regardless of how much money and power that you know they had in the past it's almost certain it's almost certain that if they were you know if they survived today their power and influence would be much much greater than it ever was in the past so what do you think about that
1: well, I'm like I say, I'm in shock. You see, I learned something new. I'm Italian. I had no idea, but you know, it sounds really. I like it. It sounds like really like they want to protect the history or things like that. It doesn't sound like a bad thing.
0: Well, it's kind it's that, kind of like the CIA of the Catholic Church.
1: Right. So they change the name to be you know I think like I say to not be found to keep it secretly. But you know, I'm curious now. Am I going to be my new? Object to really to find who's the group, what's the name. that would be fun.
0: Yeah. Well, so good luck. Take, Just make sure they luck. don't. Got to be careful because these guys are dangerous. You know, they like to protect their secrets and they go to any means. Okay. Oh
2: well. well let's I, move I, on I, to I, our
0: to our next story here. Uh You want to take this one?
1: Yes. So look at this. Stay. Stay tuned. One second.
0: Uh, All right.
1: Okay. You can do this. You <laughs> see, I put it to work. People. What oh, you you put it? oh I, now I,
0: she's she's bringing in in in, 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 in but, some extra. Who, personal reader
2: <laughs> so,
0: so so who is going to be reading this,
2: <laughs> this
0: hey happening. hello got, <laughs> you gotta you gotta introduce her marcia okay oh. she
1: didn't want to say the name come on now. come on come on you have to tell who,
0: who are you who your guest conspirator is there
1: she's right in bania
0: in no. bania we love you so bania is a good friend of ours and where are you from in italy
3: sardegna mm-hmm. Both.
0: All right, so I tell you what, we're going to have her read our next news story. Go ahead.
3: Go for it. Well, that's a great one here. Sex in the car in broad daylight, a fiery Italian couple, get it, a 30,000-euro fine. It's Il Mattino di Napoli on August 30th. Uh, okay,
0: wait a second. So these people were having sex in the car in broad daylight, okay? Somewhere like, I'm assuming, in Napoli, and they got a $30,000 fine. Okay, go on.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: wow. What a great first story to read here for her. Especially <laughs> she's such a we call her Santa in vain, yeah?
0: so all, right, all right. All right. All
1: right. So sex in a car. Uh, same old
3: story with an expensive ending, because just like what Tony mentioned, it's a 30,000 uh, 30, euro fine. Mm-hmm. So a couple in their 20s in Puglia got married away, uh, got carried away a little too much by passion. He 26 years, as she 20, completely naked. They performed in a show with a high erotic display in the back seat of the boys' car.
1: Oh.
3: All this, however, took place in a street in the city center in front of several local citizens who
0: alerted the local police. And wow. this was and this was like broad daylight. This was like at noon. Okay. Right. Well, so not, not like it's in the middle of the night. Okay, keep going.
3: <laughs> wow. Arriving on the spot, the police saw. What was happening, and immediately warned the young couple to get dressed. For the two, there is now an administrative fine of 30,000 euros. However, more serious consequences could arise from a judicial. Oh, I'm sorry. From a judicial point of view, although the crime of absence acts in um, a public place is currently discriminalized in Italy, a criminal case against the couple remains open for prosecution based on the acts being carried out in front of minors. Yikes. Further investigations by the judicial police are in progress aimed at verifying everything.
0: Mamma mia. Those are spicy Italians. You got to say that, huh?
1: <laughs> so the first one, they got caught. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, you know, I know a lot of battalion boys and girls, and uh-huh. you know, and I know that, that, that Amore, Amore is a oh, big man. thing in Italy. But come on. In the middle of broad daylight in this in in it's the so middle normal. of the city center. It, it's so normal in Italy. It doesn't matter the
1: time. Broad in broad daylight in the middle
0: of the city center, they couldn't go out and find like a barn somewhere or like a vacant villa or a field.
1: No, no, it's too much work. No. Wow, I'm just <laughs> a... <No. laughs> <It's> saying. <insane>.
0: Well, <laughs> now we gotta we have to follow up and see if they really like are gonna get charged to 30,000 euros. They probably put a GoFundMe page <laughs> up on Facebook, which <laughs> would become very, very popular, I think. Everybody I get, yeah. everybody give money to, it, you know. Only <laughs> only people would want to see the pictures, you know? <laughs> or the video. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks, we're going we're gonna to take a short commercial break and we're going to be right back with some great italian cooking tell you how to make the perfect carbonara don't go away
4: Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas. We're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito's Hey,
0: Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal.
4: We got to pass down our family recipes.
0: Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Asernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal.
5: No wonder it tastes so good.
0: Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast is Sausage.
4: Visit Asernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas, titosvodka.com.
0: All right, well, now you know our, my favorite part of the show, Marcia, is uh, the cooking and the food segment that's brought to us by Tito's Vodka. Wonderful, wonderful people, big, big supporters of the Italian community, big supporters of veterans, animals, and other great causes throughout the country throughout our communities everywhere folks when you're getting ready for your next party let me tell you you want to buy tito's because it's a you know step above all the other vodkas and it's absolutely great in fact uh hopefully we're gonna get, get joey on the show here soon talking about some italian uh, operatives different drink yeah 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 but until then let's talk today about my about a special recipe i'm doing carbonara a la stella okay so monday is now you know since since after the show basically is my night home so mondays i cook okay really? and so the night i'm going to cook this recipe for my wife it's one of my dishes i've been making for many many years
1: okay
0: and uh it's my our, our own kind of family rendition of carbonara okay so um let's just go through it so basically what you need for this is very very simple to make this dish very tasty. You're going to have some extra virgin olive oil. You, you're going to get a half a pound either of pancetta or you can use some really thick cut bacon, okay? And you're going to dice it all up, okay? Uh, then, now, you can use garlic in it if you want to use garlic. Garlic is optional. Some people like it, some people don't. Me, personally, I like a little garlic in it, but just a little bit. You're not too much, okay? Use three to four eggs. You use a cup of grated Parmigiano or Pecorino cheese, they say you use a pound of spaghetti, but for me personally, I like to use angel hair pasta because I find it just as a better thing where it comes all together with the, the eggs and everything, right? And then salt and pepper to taste. Obviously, you're going to start with a big pan of water and what you're going to, you know, salt your water, put a little of olive oil in it so it doesn't stick, okay? And uh, while your water is heating up, you're going to take your bacon or your pancetta, you're going to cut it up into, you know, kind of little squares, and you're going to uh, be cooking it in your olive oil. You want to get it all nice and crispy, okay? Now, if you want to add your garlic, then what you do is you let the... because the, the garlic's going to brown quicker than the bacon. So you cook the bacon first, and about maybe a minute or two before the bacon's done, that's when you put your garlic and you brown your garlic, okay? If you put it in any sooner, it's going to it's going to get burned, okay? So basically... Um, once, once your, uh, your, your pancetta is cooked and with or without your garlic, on the side, you're going to get a bowl. You're going you're gonna to mix in there three to four eggs in a small bowl, okay? And you're going to put in about half of your cheese. So remember, we started with a, a cup. We had a full cup of grated Parmigiano. So you're going to put about half of that cheese, maybe half a cup of cheese in. And you're going to mix it all together, the eggs and the cheese, you know, so it's all kind of like coagulated into a nice mixture, Okay. Now it's very important with this dish. This is a dish you really have to cook al dente because when you get your pasta al dente, you got to pull it off of the, uh, off of the stove and you don't want to drain the water like you normally do. You want to use some of those tongs and you want to actually pick the pasta up out of the water, put it into the bowl. that has your, your eggs and your cheese mixture in it. Okay. You're going to toss it until it gets to be, you know, really nice and kind of all together because It's still going to keep cooking, and that last minute when you toss it in the bowl, it's going to cook your eggs just enough in your cheese to bring it all together so you have kind of a nice uh, mixture where it's uh, kind of a creamy, gooey mixture of the pasta with your sauce, okay? Then, of course, at the very end, we're going to add in your uh, pancetta uh, or your bacon, whichever you cook with, 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 okay? Now, remember, again, you're going to use the tongs to take the, the bacon that you don't want to get the grease, you just want to get get it out of the grease and get the tongs to take your bacon and your garlic. Put it back. Put it in with a bowl of your pasta and your 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 cheese mix. There, okay. You're gonna get it all mixed up again. Now, the one thing is, you save your pasta water. Remember, I told you, you didn't drain your water from your pasta because you don't want this to be real dry, but you don't want it to be mushy either. You want to get kind of that half and half thing where it's nice and moist without being mushy. So, you know, you use a little water in the mixture there to you kind of get just that right thing where it's nice and uh, and moist without being mushy, without being dry. You sprinkle the rest of your parmesan over the top, put a little, uh, you know, a little basil on it, uh, and there you go. Or maybe a little, uh, you're, you're, you're all ready to go. Chop parsley, sometimes put some chopped parsley on top. You're all ready to go. Beautiful dish. What I just said here, we could probably feed four to, four to six people. Have you ever made this?
1: Well, I mean, it's like a carbonara. You made it your own, which are like a carbonara. How you call it? Yeah, so ca- it, that one. Ca- carbonara. Um, yes, it's like a carbonara. It's almost the same. Missing some things, you know. Like uh, one time, I talk about this carbonara. If you go in Trentino, in the north, yeah, what they put in like um. Uh, cream, a white cream, like no bechamel, it's the other one, like a, a Mexican type of cream they put it in because it's like panna for us in Italian. They do that in Trentino, they mix it with that, which is really good. But the original is bacon like you did and just say exactly the eggs. I love the uh, half of um, Parmesan and Pecorino. I do prefer Bucatini because Bucatini is the pasta that have a little hole. So yeah. the cream go right inside in there. It's magnificent. You know, I've
0: never i never tried it with bucatini. I'll have to try it. So tonight, yeah, tonight on this one I'm making for my family tonight. night. So weed off the radio. And I'll see if I have any Bucatini. Maybe I'll try it with that. I usually make with angel hair pasta because since you want it all to come together in that mixture, you know, you want it kind of all all to be like kind of a a uh, this this moist big thing of pasta cream, know, of eggs all together.
1: Not change your hair but you know it's something new if you prefer that you can use anything in this point but but they, eggs, it's like a breakfast uh, pasta because you know i like
0: that yeah you could eat it for breakfast i've eaten it for breakfast for or dinner you know um but uh, that's that's our recipe of the week that's going to be my dinner tonight you got to come to my house okay. if you want to eat some hair. good italian food all right <laughs> I'll be we, right there. All right. So now this is a uh, we 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 move into our artist of the week, and this is one that you found for us, um, Marcia. So tell us about this group.
1: Okay, this group, the two guys, and you know, believe it or not, they come out exactly during Sanremo time, and uh, the rigera. It's really 1987 when it came out. It's uh, the two friends. 1981, but anyway, 87, when they really got famous, Um, and the single song, like a uh, dancing on the beach, you can hear a lot, like a uh, Vamos a la playa, I remember that, Vamos a la playa, yeah, 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 that one, there's one, then we have uh, La Bionda, I don't remember which one is that, but they have uh, Le State Sta Finendo, there's a famous song that is really, you can hear it every beach in Italy. When you go there, you can hear it. So let's
0: talk about this before we play the song. So this song, L'estate Finendo, is meaning basically it's the end of summer, right? So and that's what's happening for us all here, all around the world. Now it's the end of summer. Kind of, you know, a bittersweet time because it's been a lot of fun in summer. He's he's passing one year. He's growing up too fast. Right, right. And
1: all the fun about summer. That's So
0: we're going to give you Marcia translated Yes. The lyrics of the song. We're gonna tell you what we're gonna do these lyrics for you right now, then we're gonna play the song for you. So Marzia, let's go okay. to you read the first line and I'll read it in English.
1: Okay, let me do this one. And this
0: will be this will be our Italian phrase of the day.
1: Okay, okay. alright. Alright, we know the first one. L'estate finishing.
0: Summer is ending. And another year has passed. Sto grande. I am growing up. E questo non mi va. And I don't like it. So basically, and, you know, I can appreciate that. I remember when I was a kid, we always hated when summer got to the end. I mean, you know, um, and especially when I got to be like 17, 18, because it really meant you were growing up and you had to leave your friends behind. You're kind of going on to the next part of your life. Uh, right. So that's, I can see why with the young people, you know, there in Italy, why this would be such a, a, a poignant song for the end of the summer. All right, Eric. Let's play this for our friends now. The song by Rigeria, N'estate Stafinendo, Summer is Ending.
5: Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us.
0: here at the West Coast Italian radio bringing you the Italian radio show I'm Tony Lastelli your host with Marcia Caputa, my lovely co-host uh, and we're having just a great time we uh, usually do this broadcast sipping vino and you know drinking spirits and you know the, the, any reason to drink for an Italian is a good reason, right? There you go, right? right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I we have the wonderful Janice Mancuso joining us today. Uh, Janice uh, does so much for the Italian community across the country and really keeps, uh, she keeps people appraised of everything that's going on. Yeah. She had, does a lot of things for Italian heritage, um, and we're just really pleased janice to welcome you back to west coast italian radio you're kind of one of our regulars because you're coming about once a month and you give us great italian news from around the rest of the country so what do you got for us today
2: thank you for inviting me and i try to keep up with everything I, i i love just sending out information and letting people know what's happening in the italian american community and also in italy too well that's
0: fantastic and now you know what I'm really excited about t- that you, we're, we're going to talk about to start out today. I uh, we did this last year. We did 31 days of Italians. Okay. And I know this takes place in October. Okay. And what we did last month is every week we throughout, throughout the month of October, we had four weeks. So we did like, you know, we took that list 31 days. We divided the mm-hmm. four, we did about seven, eight names a week you know, taken through the dates, and we got through all the names by the end of October. So I'd like to do the same type of thing. So tell us about this list and how you came up with it.
2: Yeah, well, first of all, thank you so much for doing that, because there's so many wonderful people on that list that um, nobody knows about. And that's what happened, actually. I was doing some research. This is back in 2006. I think it was for of the book I was writing or the newsletter, and I was looking for Italian American Heritage Month and some people, and, and there was really nothing, there was no mention, um, nothing really to celebrate Italian American Heritage Month, so I decided that I was going to create a uh, kind of, it was like after, like, um, similar to Black History Month, where they have you know, uh, the people you know, for, for the month and they talk about them and people learn about them. So it was on that uh, basis, and then I just did thirty one days of Italians for one day uh, every day. You would uh, learn about somebody, and of course the first day is the Italian immigrant because none of us would be here if it wasn't for them. That's and then right. the last day, because it's Halloween, I thought it would be a little more appropriate as people can just honor or celebrate anyone, someone in their family, someone anyone that that has an Italian heritage that um, that they would like to celebrate. In between, well, that's
0: going to be – we, we need to do that. We'll do that – we're right. going to do the same thing this month. This is the month of October, right?
2: Yes, yes. And, and what okay. I did was – was I came up, I think, with 74 names, and, um, and these are people who – I mean, there's so many Italian-Americans or Italians who have done so much for America. Their, their uh, contributions are just integrated into the American culture, and people don't even realize – how much Italian immigrants have contributed to American culture. But the ones that, what I did was, I, there was um, 14 that are honorary members, and they're on the list every year. And then the other people rotate. So maybe every three to four years, another, you know, the names come up. Gotcha. And so gotcha. That's, that's what I usually do. I have a Well, I noticed for that. Like you had a
0: couple of favorites on my list, for, or the list that I at least I saw. One of them was Enrico Caruso, who, of yes. course, was the greatest uh, singer that ever lived um, and really a popularized opera on a worldwide basis. He yes, was the did. first singer to ever make recordings.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And yes. uh, of course, the guy then, who 30 years later played him in the movies was Mario Lanza. Yes. and mario lanza was huge mario lanza influenced me to be a singer you know i used to uh sing in new york so i was friends with pavarotti the three tenors and all of, all of the three tenors and most of the people in opera were inspired to do their careers by mario lanza so you know who 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 he was inspired by caruso so i noticed those two are on your list yes well, let's are, talk about it
2: honorary f- members so they're on the list every year because they really did contribute so much to the the music culture of of America and really of the world.
0: Yeah, tell us a few more. Just give us a you know just a smattering of a few of your ones that are on every year.
2: Well, the ones that are on every year, of course, we can start with Christopher Columbus. He's uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk more about
0: him later. And there would be and there would be no Italians in America without Christopher Columbus, would there? <laughs> right.
2: There probably wouldn't be a lot of other people in America either. Um, another one is Frank Capra. He, oh yeah, uh, course,
0: it's a Wonderful Life. My favorite, yes. one of my favorite
5: Christmas movies.
2: Right, and that's based on um, on um, oh, A.P. Giannini's um, uh, The Banker. That's based on on his kind of his life. What he did was create a bank for the working class. Yeah, Before yeah. That, only, you know, the banks would only, you know, lend money to the people who already had money. And he also developed a branch banking system. And what he did, too, was he helped, um, after the San Francisco earthquake, he helped uh, Walt Disney. He helped a lot of people, including Frank Capra, get back on their feet again by learning the money. And That's when fantastic. Frank Capra uh, did that, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, there was another. There was a story that came out in a Christmas card, but he really like, rounded out the character by using um, uh, Gianini as a um, uh, as a foundation for the for the James Stewart character.
0: And I noticed a few more on your list. You have Mother Cabrini, of course. You have Dr. Maria Montessori, though, you know, all the Montessori schools for for, uh, the children around the country. That was formed by an Italian. You have Luigi del Bianco, who was the person who was the head carver, the chief carver at Mount Rushmore, as well as Constantino Brumidi, who uh, painted. The, uh, the, the ceiling of the Capitol building in Washington, D.C., and a lot of the murals there, just to name a few. I mean, this is an amazing list. And these are just, your you know, your, your 14 of your, like, you know, primary ones. Then they're, like you say, there's another 70 that you rotate in and out. So It takes you a couple of years to get through them. What a splendid and fascinating exactly. thing that you're doing here. We really tell you this is something, Janice.
2: Well, thank you, thank you. Uh, like I said, it, it's so important to educate people about the Italian American culture, the Italian culture. There's so much, and like I was just amazed when I started doing this, and that's that's just what keeps me going. Sometimes.
0: Well, just, what we're going to do is we're going to, like we did last year, starting the first broadcast in October, which is uh, October fifth. We're going to go get go through the entire. Uh, 31 days, we'll do, um, so not, that that week we'll do like from the first maybe till about the, the seventh. So we'll do like about seven days of the month each week. You know, so, and then by the end of the month, we'll get through the whole month. And I think it would be fun also, uh, March said, if we uh, ran a thing where we asked people, we maybe run a thing, a, a contest online or um, some type of thing on Facebook to ask people to send us their you know, who, who their favorite Italian, you know, is you. their favorite yeah. Italian American, you know, I like that. Make it interactive. That mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be a lot and, of fun.
2: And they could go on, to, all I have to do is just go into 31daysofitalians.com, just all, just, you know, write it out all together in any kind of a search, and they can find the website will come up and they can take a look at the list. I also have the past two years list up there also, you know, with a list of names and there's brief biographies. Um, on the list itself, and then there's also each, there's categories, uh, and each person is listed there, and there's like a, a condensed biography and resources, and all the resources. Well, that's that I, great. All the that's fantastic. To, you know, to provide resources that I try to get ones that don't have a lot of pop-ups and advertising. Right, right, right. Yeah, and, you know, more yeah. academic and things along, along those lines, so it's fact-based. Well, talking
0: about, you know, so now we're going to move on to kind of another, maybe a little more touchy subject. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is a subject about, we've talked a little bit about this in other times during our show, about how the media misrepresents Italians and Italian-Americans. I mean, obviously, some of it, you know... We, we all have fun making, you know, mafia jokes or, you know, uh, pizzeria jokes or these type of things. And I mean, to a point, yeah, that's fun. I know there's a lot of movies, some great movies like The Godfather, uh, Goodfellas, and those that have won major awards have great mm-hmm. actors, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, and so on in them. But the media, I think, t- takes it to a point too far where then what they start doing is they start stereotyping that all Italians are either garlic eaters who make pizza, you know, or they're all mafia guys. And I think that's a cool thing about this, this 31 Days of Italians, where we're showing all the stuff that Italians have done, how they really um, they've really built up the, the United States of America. They built up the world. I mean, the you yeah. know, the, uh, the the largest ethnic group that fought in the U.S. Armed Services during the 20th century were Italian-Americans, okay? Mm. So tell us a little bit more about your experiences with the media misrepresenting Italians and Italian-Americans.
2: Well, that kind of ties into what I do with my research with Tutu Italiano every month. I'm always researching, looking for news about Italian and Italian-Americans. And I read, of course, a lot of the, the articles that are out there. And I also read the the, the comments, which really, some of them are so, so nasty and so horrible, and of course this is really, a, a lot of this has to do with, with, with Columbus, Columbus statues, you know, most of it is, is that type of thing. And I found that whenever there was an, uh, a negative article about Columbus, and there's quite a few that, that just keep on, you know I guess I could say regurgitating, I mean, they're just the same thing over and over and over again. And there's, they're not substantiated. There's no real facts there. It's just right. information taken from one article, and then just so horribly written to really uh, degrade Columbus and everything that he's done, just to put him in a whole other level like that he hasn't really done anything but just cause you know genocides, uh, uh, slavery, and, and every other horrible thing you could think about to mankind. And I've seen that. Whenever they have these types of articles, there's never any inclusion of Italian-Americans to talk about the facts. And it's kind of like what you were saying last time we spoke, where you tried to get people to come onto the show uh, to give both points of view, and you couldn't get the negative mm-hmm. ones. Because all they're really talking about is the same stuff. It's not such Well, yeah, and,
0: and, and let, me, let me address it before you move on. We got... People, I mean, who were PhD professors from places like Harvard, Stanford, Yale, who came on and talked about Columbus being a good guy oh. and had all the facts, laid it all out, had all the documentation mm-hmm. about how all of the stuff that they're saying about Columbus is false, and he really was a good guy. Okay, we had PhDs who provided us facts. I contacted personally. I personally emailed God the telephone. I must have called 20 different places, all these places on Facebook, on the Internet that are claiming this Columbus, you know, is terrible, terrible, terrible. I couldn't get one of them to come on to the show. Not one of them could provide us with anybody who was really a a, a, um, a, an educated researcher who could present factual information to support this. OK, in fact, they were almost insulted that I wanted to come on and actually present the facts. I had no opinion on it. I figured, hey, if Columbus is a bad guy, we'll see he's a bad guy. I just want to present the facts. You know, it reminds you of Antifa, where, you know, they're really great, great about rioting. Those thumb stands up and punches him in the face. And then they're not so great about rioting anymore. You know, so. Well,
2: that and that's part of the whole thing that the media itself kind of, you um, keeps on just going on with it all the negatives. they don't really give the opportunity for you know, the positives to come in. And these people that you contacted or who didn't want to come on, they'll very happily go to one of the newspapers and have their story printed. Oh yeah, not only one house.
0: of the, newspa- not only one of the newspapers, the main media. Guys, okay, yes. subscribe to yes. the New York Times. I've been subscribing for uh-huh. years, and I'm about at the point of dropping the New York Times because yes. they become as much of a rag as a National Esquire magazine. Okay, <laughs> They present stuff that's opinions as though yes. it's facts, and because they have the reputation of the New York Times, they get away yes. with it. There needs to be yep. total reform. It needs to start with the times, and they're as guilty as anybody right. else doing yes. this type of stuff.
2: Well, it's interesting you say that because I used to put a lot of articles that were about Italian Americans or more, mostly Italy that were in the New York Times. I do not use them anymore as a source because I found more and more, and this goes back. I mean, way, way. This goes back to the lynching in 1891 when when they wrote about the the Sicilian immigrants who who you know were, were lynched. Because of the the sheriff, I think, who was who was uh, murdered, and the articles that they had written in there about how they thought that was a good idea, and, and the words that they called them, you know, this is. So
0: this oh yeah! Is, this oh yeah! Is, I know.
2: In, like, I saw all the articles. into the New York Times.
0: Well, listen, we have to go because we have a commercial break coming up, a but- Janice, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. It's great having you come on every, you. you know, one to two months and keep us appraised of stuff going on around the country. We appreciate you very, very much in all you, you do for Italians and Italian Americans in this country. And we're looking forward to your next time on the show. I want to say so. grazie, so Italian, for all the
1: Italian people that listen. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You take care now.
0: All right, folks,
4: we'll be right back after this quick break and a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Cheers. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey,
0: Dad. Thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal.
4: we got to pass down our family recipes.
0: Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Is Serenio's Sausage. Visit for recipes or to find a store near you. And we are back, folks, here with the West Coast Italian Radio. During our commercial breaks, you're hearing the music of Tony Lostella and the Goobas, the West Coast Italian Radio House Band. And we know we normally play this time of year all over the country. We're playing summer festivals, Italian festivals, and all kinds of Italian events. Of course, this year, because of COVID-19, we are not playing around the country, but we're still doing a few cool things online. We're going to tell you about one of those things right now, because yes, indeed, we are bringing back, it's been gone for almost six months, we are bringing back today our event calendar. What do you think about that, Marcia? Whoa, that's shocking. I want to know more, please. (laughs) All right, so our first big event that's coming up here is going to be the 2020 festa italiana which is going to be the virtual festa italiana in Seattle okay uh, it's going to be a great great festival all done on online you can tune in on uh, there's certain television channels and ma- mainly on your computer to watch it on Facebook or other places. It's the 33rd Annual Italian Festival, been videotaped at Seattle Center. It's going to start streaming at noon on Saturday, September 26th, and you'll be able to watch it all weekend. I think they're going to even keep it on the line so you can watch it for the rest of the year if you want, okay? Um, Great, great stuff. So we were in the Opera House for about two weeks recording all this wonderful music with all these fantastic Italian artists that play at our festival every year. Okay. We're going to have Fortissimo. We got, We have the Ballard Opera Man. My buddy, Stephen Wall, I was going to be there. These guys are going to be accompanied by La Mezza Note Trio. You got the Primo Basso bad with my good friend, Lenny Luzzi. I love Lenny. And he also plays the reggaeton. So they're going to be there. Julie Gishopo, Always a great entertainer. And we have archived footage, of course, of the Tarantellas because you remember Richard Scalfani passed away here a little uh, recently. But, of course, Bonnie Birch, uh, who is just a mainstay in the Italian music, going to be playing the accordion for us and also the Seattle Madeline Orchestra. So we got those. Finally, the West Coast Radio's very own Tony Lestal and the Goombas, our house band, going to be playing at Festa, we're actually playing the uh their their the theme song for the festival, which is the uh Cella Luna Mezzamare with the Louis Prima version. And we have some wonderful singers joining us. We have Danny Quintero, we got Rob Porcaro, Mary Marchese. Folks, you gotta tune in and see this. Um, it's gonna be a wonderful, wonderful program. You're really gonna love it. And uh, you know, that's gonna be like I said, it's gonna start airing at noon on Sunday. Saturday, September 26th, okay? Now, in addition to this, you can go to the Festa website, and they're going to have a whole bunch of more virtual Festa Italiana stuff for you to watch there, okay? So let's talk about celebrity chefs, okay? You know, Marcia and I love cooking. We love food. We love drinking wine and other good Italian spirits. We're going to have all kinds of videotaped, Cooking demos from these great celebrities. You have some of them local, some of them national. We got people like Frank Essernio going to be on. We got Rick from Mottochino's. We had John Paulo from Basilico. We got Brad Incerra. And we got national TV star Rosa, Rosella Rago. Mm-hmm. And of course, oh. our, the best of all, our very own Marzio Caputa making her special Italian dish like what she does here is- at West Coast Italian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Huh? What name you say? What is the
0: Marcia Caputo making a very special West Coast Italian radio specialty right. dish. Okay. Well, I can't remember what dish did you make. I
1: think I did two dishes. I did
0: one. Oh, like, that's right. And
1: two, the red salsa and the white salsa. Oh, that's
0: right. I remember that. So it's <laughs> going to be a lot of fun, folks. So and you can all of this, all of this. If you remember nothing else, go to festaseattle.com. Festaseattle.com. Everything you want is going to be there. You can go there. You can see the the videos of the of the cooking. You can see the um, get the link to see all the music. We're also going to have the Tutabella Bella Grape Stop. Oh. Yes, we videotaped the whole Grape Stop. It's going to be up there on the website, so you can watch that uh, whole. We have a whole round of Grape Stop for you to watch. Lots of fun. Uh, we have the kids' opera uh, doing Hansel and Gretel with Seattle Opera. That's going to be great. But best of all, best of all, we have our live Bingo Italiano that's going to be on Zoom. Our very own Eric here from the radio station is going to produce this for us. It's going to be sponsored in part by West Coast Italian Radio. And we're going to be doing all kinds for two nights in a row for Friday, uh, the 25th of, of, of September. And Saturday, the 26th of September at seven o'clock, we're going to play Bingo Italiano where you can can tune in, you come in on Zoom, see all your friends, talk to all your friends, and you can win some great prizes. Look, it's only 20 bucks, 20 bucks for two cards. There's three games a night, there's great prizes. But remember, there's limited tickets. I think we got like 60, 65 tickets a night, and then it's gone. So you got to get your tickets early. Go to Festa Seattle, get them. And we got some great entertainment with this. So on Friday night, we're going to play three rounds of bingo. And in between the rounds, we got my good friend Lenny Luzzi and his band going to be playing some fantastic Italian music for us. Uh, and we got all kinds of stuff we're giving out. We're giving out 10 packages of a Serenio sausage. We're giving out packages from Big John's BFI. We're giving out Tuta Bella Pizzeria. We got a big door prize at the end. Same thing on Saturday night, Saturday night. My 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 dear friend, Bonnie Birch is going to be playing. You can see Tony and the Goombas playing in between the bingo rounds. Again, we got in Serenio sausage. We got Tuta Bella pizzas. We got Big John's BFI. Make sure you because this is going to be fun. This is the interactive part of the festival. It's going to be a blast. What do you think about that, Marcia? I'm really curious. I can't wait to try and
1: see how it is. I think it's fun too. Something different. Something you got to get, yeah, exactly.
0: But you know, but hey.
1: You have to be r- open with everything what's going on now with COVID. We are not a you know, no choice. That's
0: right. That's right. Uh,
1: Let's try. You want to feel like Italian? Hear some music and, uh, you know, look at the video and listen to music and enjoy. I like the idea of the bingo night, Zoom meeting. I think that is really
0: Bingo fun. Italiano. All right. In fact, we're going we're gonna to record the theme song for that this week, okay? Now, That's... folks, remember, we want you to stay tuned in because WCIR is coming out with a new podcast. It's called Italian Radio After Hours, Radio Italiano Lucerosa. Mm-hmm. Going to come out very, very soon, okay? Going to be available by, by subscription only. You have to be 18 years or over to get it. And you go to our wcir.biz website to find out about it. It's all the stuff we do here on the show, but we don't have the FFC looking down our collars. And I cleaned that up so that we can say what we want to say and interview who we want to say. We can call a spade a spade. Right.
1: It's going to be a
0: lot of fun. And God bless everybody. We, we appreciate You so much for listening to our show. We have all the wonderful viewers locally and around the country, around the world. Thank you so much for listening to West Coast Italian Radio. And a special big thanks to our sponsors out there PFI has been with us from the beginning, Isernio Sausage, uh, Tito's Vodka, and all the others. We thank you so much for your support.
1: Yes. And ciao a tutti. Alla prossima volta.
0: We'll be back next week with a brand new show.